Hello everyone, welcome to the seventh episode of Hannah's Song of the Week. My name is Hannah, and the song that I can't get out of my head this week is Decode by Paramore. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone had a great June. Now, as we're heading into the month of July, next Wednesday, look for another bonus episode where I talk about one of my favorite albums of all time. I'll give you a hint. It is in the same realm as the band that we are going to be talking about for today. So mark your calendars for that bonus episode. It's going to be coming out on July 7th, which is next Wednesday. I hope y'all have been listening to some good music these past couple of weeks. Some exciting news in the music world is that Declan McKenna has announced that he's releasing a new single called My House that's going to be coming out on July 9th. Declan McKenna is definitely one of my favorite artists. I've seen him here in Austin and I've met him, so you definitely should go check him out if you haven't listened to him already. He's kind of like that perfect like indie kid alternative sound. For this week though, when I was looking for a song that I wanted to do, I had one in mind that I have been listening to very recently, but it just didn't work out. Something came up about the artist that I didn't particularly support, so I kind of didn't want to talk about this artist on the show. I also don't want to talk about who that artist was or what they did, so it's fine if you're not like checking up on every single artist, but I do think it is important to support the ones that are doing good out there because something as simple as not listening or not watching can make a big difference when it comes to like ratings and reviews and things. So I just wanted to give out a little bit of a PSA so you know where I'm coming from. I will try to do my best of my ability to keep this show very focused on the music and the music artists and not any kind of sort of drama that's going on in the music world. But definitely just wanted to give a little PSA about, you know, like making sure you know where the people you're supporting are coming from and that you try to support as many good things as you can in this world because that's all we really can do at like a very basic level is to support good people and to not support bad people. But another reason that I changed the song for this week is because I saw a tweet last Friday. It was the Paramore page tweet, and they were saying we're going to be retweeting all of our favorite Paramore posts about today. And I was a little confused. I was like, what what makes this day different than everything else? But then I looked at all the Paramore tweets, and I was super stoked because the song of this week Dick Code by Paramore is finally out on streaming services. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, I will get to it. But I am super excited. And that is why we are celebrating this week by making the song for this week decode. I'm going to be talking about Paramore, which is one of my all-time favorite bands. So I'm super excited about that. Also, apologies if I sound kind of croaky or sniffly. It's because I've kind of been coming down with some seasonal allergies, but we're going to push through it. We're talking about Paramore today, so so I'll be healed by the magic that is Haley Williams today. So the song Decode was written for the Twilight soundtrack all the way back in 2008. And up until very recently, it was unable to stream anywhere. You kind of just had, if you wanted to listen to the song, you kind of just had to watch the music video on YouTube. Um, Some people had the song on YouTube as well, but you couldn't find it on Spotify or Apple Music. But now, as of 2021, it is available on Spotify under Paramore's page in like the discography section. So it's definitely been on repeat because I was never able to have it on repeat before until now. 
So I don't know when my obsession with Paramore began. I have a very rough outline in my head, but it was definitely middle school. Emo phase is where I first listened to them, where I first found them. Maybe even like fifth grade into sixth grade, but it's an emo phase that I never really grew out of. Paramore is definitely like one of those comfort bands and musicians that I'll always find myself going back to. I would probably say that they are my number one favorite artists of all time. Up there with Mr. Harry Styles himself and Taylor Swift. They're just kind of a band that has been with me for a really long time and has influenced a lot of my personality and what I enjoy. And it's almost like the band has grown with us as well because it's kind of one of those bands where a lot of members come and go, and during the breaks between albums, you don't know if that last album was gonna be their last or not. So they're also kind of a band that, like, whenever I get something new out of them, I savor onto it, and I'm so grateful for it, because I re you really never know when this band is kind of gonna just end it one day, but they are making new music as of right now. Miss Haley Williams took a little solo break, but now she's back with the group, and they're gonna be releasing music sometime in the future. I probably wouldn't say soon, but it's definitely coming, and I'm super excited for that. So a little bit about Paramore. They are a pop-punk or American rock band from Franklin, Tennessee, and they are formed in 2004. They actually, on their very first album, they have a song called Franklin about their hometown, which is super cute. The original members of the band were Haley Williams, Josh, and Zach Farrow brothers, and Jeremy Davis. Their guitarist, Taylor York, didn't join the band until about 2007. But the current members, as of 2021 right now, of the band are the lead singer, Haley Williams, who was actually born in Mississippi, but then at 13, when her parents got a divorce, her mom moved her up with her to Tennessee. But she was born on December 27th, 1988, and that makes her a Capricorn. Paramore's guitarist's name is Taylor York. He's a personal favorite of mine. He was also born in Tennessee on December 17th, 1989, which makes him a Sagittarius. And then their drummer, Zach Farrow, who was one of the original members of Paramore but left the band in 2010, rejoined them for their most recent album, After Laughter, in 2017, and he was born on June 4th, 1990, which makes him a Gemini. If there are any astrologists out there, let me know if Capricorn, Sagittarius, and Gemini is a good mix. Maybe it isn't, and that's why the band has been struggling for so long, but who knows. So Paramore released their debut album, All We Know Is Falling, back in 2005, and their second album, Riot, they released in 2007, and this is where we got the singles Misery Business, Crush, 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 and That's What You Get, and those three definitely got mainstream success. They're probably their some of their biggest songs. They were nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys in 2008 during this time, and 2008 was also when Decode was released, so this is kind of that era. Brand New Eyes, which is their third album, was released in 2009 and landed number two on the Billboard 200, the main single from this album being the only exception. And then after Brand New Eyes, the brothers Josh and Zach Farrow left the band around 2010, and there are multiple songs that I can point out that talk about the stressing relationship within the band and why they split, but that is a whole nother podcast episode. So as a trio, Haley, Taylor, and Jeremy released their self-titled album in 2013, which got number one 
on Billboard with the hit single Still Into You and Ain't It Fun, Still Into You winning Grammy Award for Best Rock Song of the Year. Jeremy Davis then left the band Good Riddance in 2015. During this time, I really thought this was going to be the end for Paramore, that they weren't going to release anything new. The split with Jeremy was kind of hard, and the idea of Paramore being just two people was kind of impossible in my eyes. But then in 2017, Zach Farrow rejoined the band to release their fifth and, in my opinion, their best album, After Laughter, and they changed their pop-punk sound to more of an alt-pop sound as well. So back to Decode, it was released in 2008 on the Twilight soundtrack, and it's probably one of the most well-loved songs within the fandom. It wasn't until 2021 that it was finally released to stream on Spotify, and Twilight fans really do love the song, and I believe it was the revival of Twilight as like a cult classic on TikTok that probably pushed the band to release it onto Spotify because it also gained traction on the app as well. So Haley Williams writes the lyrics and the melodies to Paramore songs while Taylor and Zach write the music behind Paramore songs. And she said she wrote this song, quote, about the tension, awkwardness, anger, and confusion between Bella and Edward, which we love to see. So if you don't know anything about Twilight, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but obviously it's a love story between Bella and Edward, Edward being a vampire. So they're from two different worlds that are colliding and there's some tension and awkwardness within it. The song is broken up into a pretty normal kind of song format. We got a verse, chorus, a second verse, a bridge, and then a small little outro at the end, which is so good. So in the first verse, Haley goes, how can I decide what's right when you're clouding up my mind? I can't win your losing fight all the time, nor could I ever own what's mine when you're always taking sides, but you won't take away my pride. No, not this time, not this time. So I definitely think this song, Decode, is from Bella's point of view, and she's, like, very confused about who Edward is, like, this entire song, and if he's good for her or bad for her, and I think we kind of see that conflict in her in the first verse. And then we go into the chorus, which is the same both times. How did we get here when I used to know you so well? How did we get here? Well, I think I know. If you're a huge fan of this song, then you know that this chorus is super iconic. I definitely think this song is written from Bella's point of view after she finds out Edward is a vampire. So like, how did we get to this point? I thought I knew who you were. So how did we get here? You know, kind of a thing. She's like questioning herself. And then the second verse, Haley sings, the truth is hiding in your eyes and it's hanging on your tongue, just boiling in my blood. But you think that I can't see what kind of man that you are, if you're a man at all. Well, I will figure this one out on my own. I'm screaming I love you so on my own, but my thoughts you can't decode. Love when the song title is mentioned in the song, but also my, I think the best lyric of this second verse is what kind of man that you are, if you're a man at all. Definitely referencing Twilight and the fact that Edward is not a man, he is a vampire. And I also like the imagery she uses about boiling blood, you know, very spooky, very kind of vampire-y. And this is definitely, like, I can picture the scene where Edward's, like, leaning over Bella and he's like, say it, say it out loud. And this is definitely what Bella's thinking in her head in this second verse. She's like, I know the truth, it's in my blood, and I can see what kind of man that you are. Even, not even, like, physically, but almost, like, morally, the kind of person that you are. It's in parentheses, but my thoughts you can't decode is a cute little 
reference to the fact that Edward can't read Bella's mind. And so even Edward has this conflict of not knowing Bella's true personality because Edward can read everyone's mind and he knows everything about everyone, but not Bella. And this song definitely plays with that like confusion and anger. Then we go back to the chorus, how did we get here when I used to know you so well? Then we get a little break, a little music break, and we get into the bridge. And the bridge tones it down and Haley Williams sings, do you see what we've done? We're gonna make such fools of ourselves. Do you see what we've done? We're gonna make such fools of ourselves. This is definitely like a nod to the four other movies, even though they weren't released yet. Bella and Edward definitely do make fools out of themselves in the future, just because they're these two different worlds that have to learn how to love each other and be together. Then after the bridge, we go back to the chorus. How did we get here when I used to know you so well? How did we get here when I used to know you so well? And then the chorus changes a little bit. Haley goes, I think I know. And then she repeats, I think I know. And then that directly leads us into the outro where she sings, there is something I see in you. It might kill me. I want it to be true. Which I really like that last line, it might kill me. I want it to be true. Because Bella also like keeps pushing Edward to turn her into a vampire and basically kind of kill her. But it's almost like she's kind of accepting it. So the lyrics are definitely a nod to the Twilight series and Twilight themes, but obviously you can take any kind of song that's a reference to another piece of fiction out of context and you can kind of make it more worldly. You can put this into the context of any kind of relationship where you're confused and you feel like there's tension with you and the other person. But obviously with kind of the dark imagery that Haley uses and the not kind of direct references, but, but the part about blood and what kind of man that you are definitely nods to the movie because this song was written for the Twilight soundtrack. Paramore has some songs that their lyrics are honestly very deep and very moving, but I definitely think this song was just, since it was just written for a movie, it, the center of it is definitely like the musical themes and elements that they use because it is a perfect pop punk song. It has that sig the signature guitar riffs and the drum beat that is just incredible. Zach Farrow is an absolute beast on the drums, so it's really no surprise that he kills it here in Decode. So the song starts off with a very iconic guitar riff, kind of what it's really famous for. Like, as soon as I hear it, I know what song is about to be played. And then the drum, like, immediately kicks in, and it's kind of steady throughout the song. I wouldn't say that the song is a slow song, but it's kind of like an emo, sad song, angsty song. And the chorus of the song is definitely the most iconic part of the song. This is where we get the guitar riff in the background and a big solid drum beat. And in the second verse, there's even this rhythm guitar that comes in that just steadily plays the chords. And we also get a little bit of dramatic piano in the background when we get to the chorus and second verse. And every time we go into a chorus, there's this drum riff that is absolutely insane every single time. Definitely builds up that tension into the chorus. Then there's a guitar solo before the bridge, and it's probably one of the highlights of the song. And I would say that the song fits this, like, Twilight theme perfectly. It sounds like what the music video is, which is the band singing in a forest and shots of the Twilight movie. The song just sounds angsty and vampire-y and Washington State and we're in the woods. 
Then the outro of the song is kind of like this final goodbye with the guitar riff and the drums. And to me, Paramore always really know how to end a song, and they kind of leave you wanting more, and they kind of leave you with something to think about and to enjoy. And in the outro, what I really like is that Zach hits the drum, the guitar riff kind of hits on every beat. So it kind of, it does feel like an ending, but it also kind of feels like we're going to keep going. And then after the bridge, the drums and guitar just really go off to lead into the last chorus. And so does Haley. She belts out these high notes before the chorus that are just, that are just awesome and that contribute to this climax into the last chorus of the song. And I say that Paramore would be nothing without everyone in the band, but Haley Williams' vocals are what gives us this defining Paramore sound. So the melody and the lyrics are all Haley, and in Decode, she rips it apart with her singing chops. When I was in middle school and I was really into Paramore, I always wanted to be able to sing like Haley Williams, and I kind of mirrored my voice a little bit after her. Like, I used to have a very straight tone, kind of like her. That's changed now. But she's a very famous for having an insane range and an insane belt. She can actually sing super low notes, but then she can rip those high notes with a beautifully controlled and beautiful belt that holds up live. I have seen Paramore live three times now. I saw them for their self-titled tour. I saw them for their monument tour where they went with Fallout Boy. And then I saw them for their After Laughter tour. And Haley Williams' vocals sound just like Studios Live. She is an insane vocalist. What the Paramore sound is, is her. So in the last chorus, she adds two high belted yas that kind of bring the song back up. So it's like we hit this climax, but it, we stay there for a really long time until the outro comes. And even in the outro, it, that climax is still there and it's still built up and then fades away. So I definitely say my favorite parts of the song are the chorus, just because it's a really iconic chorus line. It's a really iconic melody as well in the way Haley sings it. And then another favorite part of the song is just Haley in general. Her vocals on the song are amazing. Younger Haley and older Haley honestly sound the same, but she used her voice so much differently in her older songs. And I think Decode fits into the kind of like the older discography of Paramore. So younger Haley used her voice in a very iconic pop punk sort of way. I wouldn't say screaming, but belt singing to the point where it sounds like screaming and angsty kind of pop punk sound. And then with After Laughter, she still uses that same belt, but she kind of uses it in more of like a fun poppy way instead of like we're in a rock band sort of way. And then with her solo music, she breaks down her voice beautifully and not every song is her belting because almost every Paramore song she's belting and singing these insane melodic lines but then in her solo music she really strips it down and she even sings a lot of acoustic songs and she shows off her range and the fact that she can sing lower notes and she can sing soft. She's honestly an inspiration to me not only is she just one of those people I look up to as being a woman in music, especially in such a male-dominated field that is pop punk, but also just I look up to her in a musician sort of way, in a vocal envy sort of way, because I think that she's just a very talented and well-rounded musician, so that's definitely why she's my favorite part of almost every Paramore song, is just her vocals and the way that she can bring something different to each song. And then another favorite part of this song are the drums. I really don't know what Zach was thinking when he wrote the drum line for this song, but it's a lot different than some of the other Paramore songs. 
Like I would definitely say Paramore kind of focuses more on their guitar and Haley Williams vocals when they have songs, but for some reason the drums on this one just really go off. So that's definitely why it's my favorite part of this song. So for the similar song section, I was going to actually do three more Paramore songs that I really love and enjoy, but I thought, you know, I'll probably get to it some point on this podcast, and I definitely plan on doing a bonus episode where I talk about one of Paramore's favorite albums to me. It's just their band that I could talk for hours on, but I thought this episode should just be a little snippet of my love for them and be more about Decode, even though I do go off on some points about Haley Williams and everything. So I thought for the similar songs, instead of doing more Paramore that you'll probably hear anyway, I'm going to bring in three songs by female-fronted pop bands for you to support because I definitely fall into the criteria of the only female pop punk band that I listen to is Paramore, so I'm trying to branch out there as well. So I thought I would give you three groups that are female-fronted and that sound just as incredible as Paramore and have their own unique sound. So the first song is a song that you probably know if you're a big pop punk lover but it is All Around Me by Flyleaf. This is probably one of the most famous songs by Flyleaf. They're actually a Christian band that has secular music, but they're definitely really good, and, and they, they probably sound the most similar to Paramore on this list, and All Around Me has one of the most iconic bridges of all time, so definitely check it out, and it also sounds really similar to Decode. It kind of has that Twilight in the Forest vibe to me. And then the second song is Garden by Meet Me at the Altar. I would like to shout out to my friend Kat for introducing me to Meet Me at the Altar. But this band to me really kind of sounds like Haley William passed the torch to them. It is an all-female pop punk band with women of color fronting the band as well. And they just released music in 2015, so they're also kind of new and on the scene, but I definitely really like them. Garden is their top song, so that's why I suggested it here. But I really enjoy most of their songs. They're really good. And then the last song today is Lincoln Bio by Diet Sig. They are a band that I really enjoy that I've seen live a couple times. They kind of steer away from the typical pop punk sound, but they are definitely in like the punk category. They are a duo with the lead singer also playing guitar and the second person in the band is a drummer. But check out those three groups if you want more female-fronted pop punk bands in your life because they're all really good and they all each have their own unique sound to them. So I'm super excited that I finally got to do a Paramore episode kind of organically and I didn't feel like I had to push the Paramore episode uh, because they're definitely one of my favorite bands of all time. I really hope that they keep making music forever, but that's not likely. As I've mentioned a lot in this episode and in previous episodes, Haley has released solo music that I will keep promoting and pushing because I think it is honestly some of her best work outside of Paramore. And she also has her own hair dye brand called Good Dye Young. I've heard good reviews on it. And I'm super excited for new Paramore music in the future. I hope Haley Williams releases new solo music as well because I think she is a fantastic solo artist and that she doesn't need the other boys so much. Uh, but she has said multiple times that the boys are kind of like family to her and Paramore is something that is super special to her and is something that is super special to me. So I'm just so excited for the future of her and the band. The incredible Haley Williams vocals, Twilight Nostalgia, and finally, being able to stream on Spotify is why Decode by Paramore is my song of the week.
for listening to the seventh episode of Hannah's Song of the Week. If you want to hear more of my ramblings and some of my favorite songs, make sure to come back every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. If you want to learn more about me and keep up to date with the podcast, you can check out my Twitter that is linked in the episode below. Thanks again to everyone who tuned in. I hope you have a good week and listen to some good music. And don't forget to treat people with kindness. Bye!